You are now entering the place we gather to hear the magic of our souls through subconscious work, ritualistic living, creative reclamation, and curious wonderment. This is Soul Speak. Welcome back, or welcome for the first time. If you are tuning in for the first time, my name is Montoya. Thank you for being here. And we're going to just cut right to the chase because today is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. I've talked about it in the past in other ways and on other platforms, but I wanted to talk about this concept of manifesting, manifestation. So that's what we're going to dive into today. I have my notes because I really wanted to make sure I'm not leaving anything out. Before we get into the topic, I just want to preface it again. I say this all the time, but just by really reiterating that this is coming from my own experience. So this is my experience with manifestation. This is what I've come to understand manifestation to be and how it works and what I've witnessed in my own life. So you might have you probably will have different experiences. And I hope that you use your discernment whenever anybody is sharing their experience with you because you're meant to go through your own process and your own experiences and decide what you believe based on everything that you experience. So I know you already know that, but just a reminder that what I'm saying is not the end-all be-all. There is no one right way, especially when we're talking about these like spiritual concepts and energetic concepts. So again, this is my perspective. These are my experiences. This is my wisdom up until this point. And I'm sure as I continue to learn and grow, I will gain new information and have different experiences. So of course, my perspective will probably expand even further. But In this moment, at the time of me filming this, these are my thoughts on manifestation. And I'm going to kind of take you through what manifestation is, um, some of the things that I don't agree with when it comes to manifestation and the way that it's talked about now, especially like on social media, there's, it's become this very sexy buzzword and manifestation is sexy. And I think that's great because I think for me, manifestation was sort of like an in to begin deepening my spiritual practices and beliefs. Um, And I feel like it kind of starts like that for a lot of people. It's sort of like how yoga for a lot of people is the way in to like the beginning of a spiritual journey. It's like a lot of people are drawn to yoga for like physical benefits or their mental health. But then once you start going, you're like, wait, there's something more to this. And then before you know it, you're like doing ayahuasca in the jungle. I'm not speaking from personal experience because I haven't done ayahuasca, but I feel like manifestation is a similar kind of thing where you're like, you hear it, And it sounds really sexy. And you're like, oh, I want to manifest my best life. I want to manifest a new car or like my dream job or whatever the thing is. And so it's like a way to kind of dip your toe in and it opens you up to this 
whole other world and whole other perspective. And then you're like, oh shit, there's way more here. And this process and this journey is so much deeper than just learning how to manifest. That was what I experienced. So I'm going to talk about that. But um, there are some things that I definitely don't agree with that are going around out there circulating in the world of the interwebs. So I just want to touch on those things and talk about why I disagree. Um, I'll share some of my some of my personal experiences with manifesting. And then the way that I see it is it almost feels like for me personally, in my experience, there have been like three different levels through my manifestation journey that I've, it's like I started on level one, then level two, and now I feel like I'm on this level three. And levels are, I don't even really like using that because it makes it sound like one level is better than the other. And that's not how I mean it. It just is this process of, again, having more experiences, gaining more knowledge, and expanding my consciousness and my perspective. So that's what I mean when I'm talking about levels. One is not better than the other. And your experience might be very different, or maybe you can relate to this. Um, so I'm curious in the comments, you know, how you feel about manifestation and everything that I'm going to share. But that's my little preface, disclaimer, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Reminder to hydrate. If you haven't had a lot of water today, just tisk. I am the water bitch, okay? I'm always interrupting myself to take sips of water. And I'm going to remind you to do the same thing. Because being dry and crusty is not it. We deserve better than that. Okay. So if I'm looking down, it's because I'm looking at my notes, but um, I want to start with the dictionary definition of the word manifestation, just to give us like a foundation to start from and like a very grounded understanding of like, what does this word actually even mean? And then we will go from there and take it a little more spiritual, esoteric, talk about energetics, all that stuff. So hope you're ready. The dictionary definition of manifestation is an event, action, or object that clearly shows or embodies, keyword embodies something, especially a theory or abstract idea. Okay, great, cool, awesome. I'm pointing out the word embody because we're going to come back to that, so just know that the concept of embodiment is very important when we're talking about manifestation. My understanding of manifestation, like currently, is when we're talking about like in a spiritual energetic sense, like I want to manifest X, Y, Z. This is my definition. So manifestation is the ability to bring a vision or desire into fruition by aligning your frequency to the frequency of what you are calling in. So whatever that thing is that you're wanting, and this could be anything. We hear a lot of the time people are like, oh, I want to manifest a certain job. I want to manifest a new home. I want to manifest a certain amount of money or a partner or whatever. 
manifestation applies to literally anything. It does not discriminate. So like I said before, for me, learning about manifesting was like this doorway into deeper spiritual learning. It was like I saw this opening and there was something like shiny and glittery on the other side. And I was like, ooh, what is that? I want to know. And it was coming from this energy of like, I want to manifest my dream life and all these amazing things. How do I do that? And I think that's how it starts for a lot of people. And then it's like your world explodes. And everything that you thought to be true, you realize maybe isn't. And you start to understand and see for yourself that life truly is what you choose it to be. It's all about your perspective and it's all about your energy and the frequency that you're embodying. There's that word again, embodiment. So let's talk about some sort of common things that I hear about manifestation, um, especially on social media, just some like perspectives and maybe ways that people are talking about it and teaching manifestation that I personally don't agree with. And I don't agree with it because my own experiences don't actually match up to what they're sharing. And that's okay. Like maybe that works for them, but I'm just here to offer maybe a different perspective. Drink your water. I think the way that we talk about manifestation is really important. And I think the a big misconception with how manifestation is presented, and it can be kind of misleading, is that sometimes we talk about manifesting from this space of, you know, you have to be high vibe, keep your vibra- vibration high, and then just sit back and you'll manifest everything that you want or make a vision board or script about what you want, do a manifesting ritual. And then like, you're done. That's it. And the thing will just happen. (laughs) And to me, that's only half of the equation when it comes to manifestation. Really how I feel about it is there are multiple components that are important to remember. And the ritualistic aspect of it, doing those manifestation practices like making a vision board, scripting about what you want, visualizing what you want, doing any kind of manifestation ritual, which like there's tons of videos out there about all that stuff. So I'm not going to talk about those things in this video. Um, But all of those things are super important and helpful. And I see those as like supportive tools to like boost your manifestation process, but it definitely shouldn't end with that. And that is not what manifestation even really is. Those are just like supporting tools. For me, what I found is manifestation and this idea of manifesting is actually about shifting your focus from what you're doing And instead, starting to place importance on how you are being. So to understand the foundational concepts of manifestation, we have to understand how energy works. 
because everything operates on an energetic level first and foremost. And when we break everything down to its most basic form, everything is energy, right? Like I'm energy, this microphone is energy, your energy, this table's energy, everything is energy. And energy has a frequency, but these frequencies are different. So like I have a frequency that is unique to me. You have a frequency that is unique to you. It's like if you you can think about radio stations, those are all different frequencies. And if you turn on one radio station and you don't like what they're playing, you change it to a new one. So you're changing the frequency. So we operate in the same way, just like everything else that we experience as physical or tangible. It's all energy. It all has a frequency. And we are able to shift our frequency. So think about it like this. Let's say, just as an example, you're like, okay, I want to manifest a new car. Okay, so great. How do we change our frequency? Our frequency is also known as our energetic state. And how do we change our energetic state? Well, our frequency or energetic state is influenced by our emotions. Okay. Our emotions influence our behavior or who we are being. How we feel is going to then impact how we're showing up, how we're being. How we're being is then going to impact what we do the kinds of things that we do, the kinds of action that we take. So all of these things work together, but it starts with your energetic state, with your frequency. And if we know that how we feel our emotions impact and influence our energetic state, then we can kind of hone in on that and say, okay, emotions are clearly very important here. How we feel is very important. And when we're wanting to manifest something, we have to ask ourselves, okay, why do I want this thing, X, Y, Z, whatever it is? And when we dig a little deeper and look past that specific desire, we realize the reason we desire that thing is because having that thing or that person is going to give us a certain emotion. It's going to make us feel a certain way. So there's always some emotional state that we're looking to achieve, that we're looking to feel behind the specific thing that you're wanting to manifest. Really, it's not even about that specific thing or that specific person. It's about how you want to feel and how you think that thing is going to make you feel. So that's what you want to get clear on is, okay, how is this thing going to make me feel? How do I want to feel? How do I think this thing is going to make me feel? That is key, is getting clear on the emotional state that you're wanting to be in. Because then from there, we can take that emotional state. So let's say you're like, okay, I really want to manifest a new car, just as like an easy, simple example. And you're like, okay, I want to manifest this new car. Why? Like, what is that emotion that I think that car is going to give me? Oh, it's going to make me feel excited. It's going to it's going to give me this sense of joy. So joy is like really what I'm wanting. I want to experience and feel joy. Just as an example. Okay. So we can think about it like this. Like 
joy, that emotion, that energetic state has a specific frequency. So let's say, just as an example, joy, the frequency of joy is up here. Let's say your frequency right now is down here. Like it's not good or bad. It's just what it is, right? So you might be in this space of really wanting this new car. And because you want it so badly, there is almost this desperate energy, this desperate frequency that you're operating from because you're like, oh, I want this car and I don't have it. And it feels so far away from me. And just being in that state, in that energy, you're creating separation from the exact thing that you want. So this is like one of the biggest, I don't want to say problems with manifestation, but I think it's one of the biggest blocks that people face when they're trying to manifest something and they don't even realize it is when you're coming from that energy of like, I want this thing so badly and I don't have it and I'm doing all these things to manifest it you're actually creating separation from that exact thing by efforting and by being in that sort of desperate energy. Just think about the universe as a human for a second. And you're in relationship with this human, right? Like you're in relationship with the universe, with life, because you're constantly interacting with it and it's interacting with you. And it's all energy again. So you're having this constant exchange this constant conversation on an energetic level with the universe with life whatever you want to call it with this web of frequencies okay so if you're in this relationship with the universe let's just act like it's a human like give it a character so when you're in a relationship with somebody and you're approaching them from that really desperate energy because you want something from them And you're like, oh, I need this thing. I want it so bad. Give it to me. I want it. I'm right here. Like, come on. (laughs) What is that person going to do? They're probably going to turn around and run the other way, right? I would. I'd be like, oh my God, that's a lot. Peace out. So when you're in relationship with the universe and you're trying to manifest something and you're approaching it from that same energy, what do you think the universe is going to do? Now, the universe isn't a human being. There is no ego. It's completely neutral. But again, it's energy. There are frequencies that we have to understand and learn how to master. And if you're coming from a frequency of desperation and separation and lack, the universe is going to meet you there. And you're actually going to manifest something that is operating within that same frequency it's probably not something that you you want right so this is why it's so important to as like the most foundational thing when we're talking about manifestation to understand how energy works and to understand that the most important thing if there's only one thing that you focus on when it comes to manifesting honestly like put aside all the manifesting tools and techniques first And as the first number one thing, focus on your energetic state, focus on your frequency, focus on how you feel, get clear on the emotion, the emotional state that you want to be in and focus on how you can bring your frequency into that state. Because if you want this car and it's up here, 
on this frequency of joy because that's the emotion that it's going to give to you or you think that that's what it is, but you're down here in desperation and lack and scarcity and separation, you're going to miss it, right? It's going to go whoop right by you. And instead, something down here at this same frequency is going to bump right into you. That's how it works. So you can almost picture it like cars on a highway and like the higher frequency is going on an overpass and you're going under it. And I say higher frequency in quotes. If you're not watching this, I'm quoting it because that can make it sound like it's better. And it's not. Again, the universe is neutral. There isn't better or a frequency that's worse. It's just for us as humans, there are probably frequencies that we would rather experience that we would prefer over lower frequencies, right? And especially when it comes to wanting to manifest specific things, we want to be on those higher frequencies where those really amazing things exist. When you start to understand this and embody this, an important shift happens where you become less focused on what you're doing and more focused on how you're being. Again, like you focus less on doing the visualizations and the rituals and stuff. And like, again, I love all that stuff. I do all that stuff, but it's supplemental. Your focus has to start with your frequency, with who you are being. Okay. I think we got that. Okay. And the thing that I really want to know is when you begin to focus on your frequency and nurture your frequency and you don't, don't get so hung up on like, what is my specific frequency? Like, is it joy? Is it love? Is it gratitude? Like, don't focus so much on that. When I say focus on your frequency and nurture it, it's about, it's about feeling good. Like the better that you feel more consistently, the more you're going to exist in that energetic state where all that amazing stuff is going to meet you. And the more you can nurture your frequency and be in that higher frequency of just feeling good, you're just like flowing with life, you're trusting, you're feeling grateful for everything that you already have. You're lit up by the small things and you appreciate the small moments. The more you can be in that state, manifesting all these amazing things actually just becomes a natural byproduct. It's not even the goal anymore. You're just like, I'm focused on feeling the best that I can feel and showing up as myself and speaking my truth and being who I am and coming from a space of love and compassion and being of service and expressing my unique gifts. And the more that you start living your life that way, you're ingraining that energetic state into your body, first of all. So you begin to embody that more consistently. And the more consistently you can be in that state, it's like things just flow to you. You don't even really have to try anymore. It's just who you are now. And again, as a natural byproduct, when you are like, oh, I'd love to experience this, it shows up and you're like, oh, that was easy. Wow. So again, while those manifestation techniques and tools can be fun and they can be helpful and supportive and like boost what you're wanting to call in, my problem with focusing so heavily on those things, and I think sometimes people do because it's like easy to share those fun, sexy things and get a lot of views and everybody is 
really interested. Like there's a lot of clickbait with that stuff and you know what, whatever, like that's fine. But my problem with only focusing on those things when it comes to talking about manifesting is you get stuck in thinking that you just do that thing and then that's it. The problem with that is short. You might manifest something really great, but if you're not doing that consistent work on yourself to maintain your frequency, to nourish your frequency, to honestly like shift who you are and how you operate on an internal energetic level, if you're not doing that, then the thing you manifest is probably going to be temporary. And what I mean by that is you might call in something great. Let's use a relationship as an example. Okay. You might call in an amazing person. Like you're, you're like, I want to manifest this amazing relationship and boom, that person shows up. Maybe you did the vision board, you did the scripting and boom, you meet that person and you're like, wow, this is amazing. But if you haven't been doing that inner work on yourself, if you haven't actually become that person who embodies all those things that you want to experience yourself, then you're probably not going to feel worthy of such a great relationship. You're probably not going to feel like you actually deserve such an amazing person. And that's when we see things like self-sabotage get in the way, you start to doubt yourself, and you do something to mess up the relationship. Like we've seen these things happen either in our own lives or like people we know. We get something amazing and then we mess it up because we don't, on some deep level, we don't actually believe that we're worthy of it. So this is why starting with your frequency and learning how to consistently be in a high frequency state is the best thing that you can do when it comes to manifesting. Because you won't just manifest the things that you want. You might manifest things that are actually even better. And you won't just manifest those things. You'll be able to maintain them when they show up. Because you have done the work on yourself to become the person who can hold those incredible things. And to go along with that, that's something else that I like to talk about when we talk about manifesting, because it's very easy for us to have these grand visions of the things that we want for ourselves, like this amazing dream job and an amazing home and a a beautiful partner and whatever the case may be. And having those visions, that's amazing. We should have those visions. We should do the work to feel truly worthy of having those things and really believe it and feel that we are worthy. And we also get to take personal responsibility for ourselves and get really honest and say, okay, I want, as an example, again, I want a relationship with someone who is honest and compassionate and who is hardworking and resilient and who communicates deeply about how they're feeling and shows up for me even when I'm having a bad day. Like the list can go on and on. Then you get to turn it around on yourself and say, okay, am I that person? Like, do I embody those qualities? Or like if it's your dream job and you're like, I want this job to make me feel X, Y, Z. It's like, Great, that's amazing. But how are you cultivating those emotions within yourself right now? And this is 
taking the power out of these external things, turning the mirror back around on yourself and realizing, oh, I have the power within me to cultivate those emotions for myself right now. I have the power within myself to start taking action and working on myself to embody those characteristics that I'm looking for in another person. Because you can't expect someone to show up for you and be this incredible person for you if you're not also embodying those things for yourself and for other people first. You can't expect a dream job to make you feel joy and gratitude and excitement every day if you haven't cultivated that within yourself first. So manifestation really is an inside job. If you really want to become a master manifester, where it's like you think about something, you're like, I would love to experience that. And also I'm completely unattached from a specific outcome. And then next thing you know, like something amazing shows up. It's because you've mastered this process. And it's because you've taken the focus from like, I want all these things outside of me to make me feel a certain way. And instead of waiting for those things to show up, you shift and you're like, how can I make myself feel those things right now? How can I begin to cultivate those things within myself in this moment without needing to wait for those things to show up? Because when you do that, those things show up effortlessly and it happens fast. So again, start with focusing on your frequency, start with focusing on the emotional state, the energetic state that you need to begin cultivating within yourself right now without having anything external needing to come into your life to do it for you. But how can you begin to do it for yourself? And then from that space, that's when you take inspired action. Because the thing with manifesting is it's great to like have the vision and to do the rituals and to be in that high vibe space, like feeling really good. But you can't just sit back and be like, okay, that's it. Everything come to me, show up. (laughs) Sometimes that will happen. But manifestation is about, again, frequency and inspired action. You have to partner the whole energetics of it with action. And this is very important to really understand what inspired action is because it's not, again, it's not coming from that space of lack or separation or desperation where you're like, I'm doing all these things because I need to get the thing because I don't have it. No, we're, we're done with that. We can say bye to that energy. That's not serving anybody. <laughs> okay. Inspired action is when you're, you've taken care of your frequency. You're feeling really good. You're like, mm, yes. Okay. I feel great just moving through life, appreciating it, having fun. Even when hard shit shows up, you're like, okay, this this is hard. This feels really uncomfortable. And you know what? I'm going to move through it. I've got myself. I trust this. I trust that there's something great on the other side. I'm going to let myself feel shitty and like go into the whole thing and process my emotions. And I'm, I'm just in this, I'm trusting it. And we'll talk about, um, a common misconception with like feeling heavy or like negative emotions in a little bit because I think that's something very important to touch on too when we talk about manifestation but you're taking care of your frequency and then from that space 
you're like, ooh, what, what do I feel really called to do? What is inspiring me right now? Where am I feeling excited? What is making me feel really passionate? And listening to those intuitive callings, those intuitive nudges, where you're like, hmm, I don't know why, but something is telling me to call this person right now, or I don't know why, but I just feel like I want to go run down to the store right now and like, I don't know, just go there. Like I I have a calling to go check it out. And it's important to listen to those nudges because that's the universe trying to meet you halfway, right? Like you, (laughs) it's like, there's that story about a guy who, I'm going to butcher this probably, but it's like, you know, a poor guy and he's like, please God, like help me to win the lottery. And he's praying every day, like, please help me win the lottery. And finally God comes down and he's like, if you want to win the lottery, buy a damn lottery ticket. And it's that same energy of like, you can have the vision, You your frequency can be amazing. You can be feeling really good. But if you're not taking action and listening to those intuitive pulls and actually doing the things to set yourself up to have what you want, the universe can only do so much. Like you can't just be sitting in your house, meditating all day, and interacting with nobody and just like expecting to get your dream job and have the dream relationship and all this stuff, right? Like you have to put yourself out there. You might have to get uncomfortable a little bit, get outside of your comfort zone and take the inspired action, even when it feels scary, but it should also feel exciting too. If it just feels scary and you're like, I don't even like this. I'm Why am I doing this? I'm not enjoying this. There's nothing about this that is exciting to me. That's probably not not what you want to be doing. That's probably not what you're meant to be focusing on. So think about what feels scary and exciting. What am I being called to? Where is my intuition nudging me? And trust those breadcrumbs because it will feel like breadcrumbs. You might not be able to see the outcome and like where it's taking you and you're not meant to. That's the whole magic of this journey and of this process and getting to experience like real manifestation in real time is getting curious of like, okay, this thing is showing up. I'm going to go for it. It feels fun. I'm curious about it. It feels exciting, but I don't know where it's taking me. And this is where we have to remember that when we are trying to manifest as humans, we tend to get in our own way a lot. And one of the ways we do this is we have this idea of how this thing is going to show up. Like we have this one specific vision. It's like, okay, I want a new car and the way that it's going to show up is I'm going to get this amount of money from this thing and then I'll be able to get the car. And we get so set on like, it has to happen this one way. You might not even realize that you're doing this. But somewhere in your mind, you have an idea of how it's going to show up, and we attach to that. And when we attach to that, we close ourselves off from those intuitive nudges and those like random breadcrumbs that get planted in our reality that are actually leading us to that exact manifestation, but it's showing up and happening in a way that like our brains couldn't have even thought up. So this is why it's really important to stay completely open to how it's going to show up. So talking about unattachment is crucial. 
honestly, just when it comes to living your life and like being at peace and experiencing joy, cultivating a healthy degree of unattachment is beautiful. Like I love it. It's so peaceful to feel unattached from needing to experience certain things, from needing certain things to happen. And again, have that vision, have that desire. You're like, I would love to experience this. But also if that doesn't show up, I know and I trust it's because there's something even greater for me to experience that's going to expand me in a way that I can't even imagine. And so I'm open to that. So whenever I'm manifesting something, if I'm doing a ritual or like journaling or whatever, I always leave it open-ended and I'll say something like, you know, I'll, I'll be like journaling about what I want, whatever. At the end, I always say, thank you for this or something better. Because you always want to leave that door open. You don't want to close yourself off. You don't want to get hung up on it having to look a specific way, it having to come into your life in a specific way. And so just leaving that little opening for this or something better, it allows the universe to be like, okay, cool. Like, I know you think you want this thing, but you can't see that there's something so much better for you actually, but you just like, you're not aware of it right now. So thank you for leaving that doorway open. And now we can give you that thing. And just a little tip when we're talking about embodying a certain frequency and embodying the person that you want to become and have to become in order to magnetize to you a certain relationship or job or whatever, you can ask yourself this question. Do my current behaviors support my vision? Do my current thoughts support my vision? Do my current beliefs support my vision? Do my current habits support my vision? You can do this for like any aspect of your life, any aspect of yourself, but really get honest of is my current way of being and operating and thinking and feeling and showing up supporting this vision? Or is there something that I have to shift? Is there something that I can work on? Is there somewhere that I can maybe release some limiting beliefs, maybe shift the way that I talk to myself or see myself? Or when I look in the mirror, like what am I first focusing on? And is it actually supporting me and the person that I want to become? Or is it blocking me? So if you're kind of like, where do I start with embodying this new person that I want to become who has all these amazing things, start with asking yourself those questions and get really honest with yourself and just see what comes up. And then when you start to understand like, oh, wow, I really need to shift this. Like this is something that's really blocking me and getting in my way. Then that gives you a place to start with the action you can start taking to become embodying this new person. And you're really not embodying a new person. You're embodying your true self. You're just simply getting rid of the conditioning and the programming and the beliefs that are blocking you, that you probably don't actually even believe, and all this stuff that actually isn't serving you and your dream life or whatever you're wanting to manifest. So you're just getting back in touch with who you really are at your core and what you really want and what's really important to you. Okay, so something really important that I want to touch on here that I've got some notes on there are three frequencies or states of being that I have found are so helpful to always come back to. And this is like not even just talking about manifestation, but just like 
existing and living your life in a way that feels really good, in my opinion, the more that I can be in these frequencies, just the better everything is. The easier life is, the richer my experiences are, and the more that I feel connected to myself and to everything around me. And these states are playfulness, curiosity, and gratitude. We have to remember that this is meant to be fun. Like, not just manifesting, but being a human, experiencing life is meant to be fun. It's meant to be enjoyable. So we get to bring in a playful energy. We get to remain curious. And it's almost like that inner child gets to come out and play and have fun. And even if you're moving through something that feels heavy and challenging, maybe you can't get there where you're like excited and like, we're we're not always going to feel that, you know, like that's unrealistic, but at least stay open and remain curious. And something else really helpful that I've experienced and really embodied and will continue to embody is embracing duality. And I think I'm going to do a whole separate video on this because it's just a whole topic, but embrace that two things that seem opposite can exist at the same time. So you can have really high standards. You can have this like grand vision for yourself and you can have low attachment at the same time. You can have this big vision for yourself and all these incredible things that you want that you don't have yet. And you can feel grateful for what you do have right now. And you can, both of those can exist at the same time. It's not like if you have this big vision, you're not grateful for what you have right now. No, feel, in in fact, like feeling gratitude and feeling grateful for what you have right now is a really simple way to just quickly shift into that higher frequency. And the more you focus on expressing gratitude for what you have now, the more the universe is like, oh, well, let me give you more amazing things. And all this is a practice, but we get to approach it from a space of playfulness. We get to remember that we don't have to take this so seriously. We get to be curious and stay open And just continue asking yourself, like, how can I make this more fun for myself? And remember, you're in relationship with life, with the universe. So going back to that whole concept, you wouldn't treat someone that you care about and love that you're in a relationship with in a way where you're just like, ugh, you're giving me all these things and like, I just don't even care. I just want this thing from you, right? Like, that's not the kind of relationship you want to be in. You'd be expressing gratitude. You'd be appreciative of them and all the things that they're giving you. You would also hold them to their highest potential while appreciating who they are, what they are. So again, it's the same concept of appreciating what you have while holding this really high vision for the life that you want, for the person that you want to be. And I love embodying this playful energy when manifesting and just within my relationship with the universe because you get to take on this fun role of like when something good shows up in your life, my reaction is kind of like, wow, this is so amazing. I'm so grateful. I love this. And also like, show me what else you got. Like, I know this isn't all you have, you know, like I'm kind of like getting playful with the universe and being like, this is amazing. And also like, what else you got? You know, it's that energy of like, show me how good this can actually get. Like, again, holding the universe to its highest potential of like, 
bitch, I know you got more. Like, this is incredible. I love this. I'm so grateful. And like, I know you're trying to impress me right now. So like, let's keep it going. You know, like it gets to be fun. It gets to be playful. Okay. So I just want to go through the last of my notes here. I know this is getting long. So in my experience, I've sort of seen it as like three levels of manifestation and the way that I think about manifestation, it feels like it's happened in three levels and no level is good or bad. That just is kind of like my progression. That's sort of like my human analytical way of thinking about it. So I've kind of already touched on a lot of this, but it's felt like the first level for me was doing all of that external manifestation work, like the techniques, the practices, the rituals. That's kind of where I started. And that's sort of what I thought manifestation was all about. And that's like, that was the end of it. That's all I had to do, right? So with this, I was very much coming from the level of understanding where I was focusing on doing external things in order to shift my external reality. And I've learned that that's actually not the most efficient way to do things. So I was like doing these manifestation techniques. So like taking external action in order to shift my external world. What I've realized now is that really you have to shift your internal world first before it is reflected in your external world. And that is like, again, we're talking about energy, energetics, like that is the way that all of this works. And that kind of led me to like this level two. I was like, oh, I have to shift my internal world first if I want anything out there to change. So again, the focus moves from doing to being. I started working on my frequency while also taking inspired action. And then I've reached this third level, which is where I'm at right now, and I'm sure it'll change. But you kind of reach this place where you begin to detach from specifics, and you kind of detach from even like thinking about manifestation, because your focus moves from, again, the doing and manifesting specific things, and it shifts to just focusing on being and feeling the best that you can and nurturing your frequency, not for any specific outcome other than just to like be who you are and feel really good being who you are. And then manifesting these great things again is like that byproduct that just happens through that process. Now, I do want to mention really quickly human design because there are some people who are meant to manifest really specifically. There are also non-specific manifestors. So I'm not going to get into this in detail at all. Just look it up if you're curious. Um, but I am a non-specific manifester. So I'm actually not even meant to get really specific when I'm manifesting something. I'm more just meant to be like, ooh, I want to feel this. And whatever is going to like bring more of that energy into my life, I'm open to it. Some people are specific manifestors, so they are going to be, it's going to be more helpful for them to get really clear on what they want. Um, so I feel like that's a very important key to just note in here if we're talking about manifestation. You might want to figure out which one you are, just so you can kind of know like what applies to you. But for me personally, I'm not even a specific manifester, so it makes sense that I've reached this point of not really wanting to focus specifically on what 
I'm manifesting, but just more focusing on my frequency and what feels exciting and following that and trusting that. And this is where trust, presence, and gratitude are key. They're key. They're key for everything in life. Because again, it's about trusting yourself, trusting those intuitive nudges, trusting that when something shows up that you don't want, it's guiding you to something that you need. It's guiding you to an experience that is going to evolve you and grow you and stretch you in a way that your soul is asking for. Your soul is wanting. Even if your human self is like, oh, this feels uncomfortable. I don't like this. It's like lean into it. And again, gratitude. We've talked a lot about gratitude, but the more that you can be in a state of gratitude and appreciate what you have in this moment, even if it's just simple, like I will wake up and I'll be like, oh, the sun looks amazing today. Or like, oh, I love how the palm trees are just like gently swaying in the breeze. Or man, this sun feels so good on my skin. Or, oh, I'm so grateful to have clean water. Like small things that we take for granted every day. But the more that you can live in that space of constantly giving gratitude, manifestation, you don't even think about it. You just experience beautiful things all the time because you can recognize the beauty in anything. The more you work on yourself and take care of your frequency, the more you will naturally align with all that's meant for you. We've kind of talked about that. Now we're just kind of like summarizing a lot of the things we've talked about. Of course, use your tools when you feel called, but hold your vision for what you prefer and stay open to it being something different. Stay open to it coming in in a way that you maybe can't even imagine. Get out of your own way. (laughs) This is key. Um, yeah, we talked about like thinking things have to come to us in a very specific way, but get out of your own way with that. Try to remain as open as you can and let your mind be blown. So an example of this is when I moved from Florida to California, I, it was a very spontaneous decision. I just knew that I had to get out of Florida and I had this intuitive pull to move out to California. I had just met a friend in Bali a few months before, and it just so happened that she lived in San Diego. We became really good friends. So I was back in Florida after being in Bali for a couple of months, and I was talking to her, and I was like, I need to get out of here, but I don't know what I'm going to do. And she was like, just come out to San Diego, and you can stay with me until you figure it out. Now, I think I had like maybe $1,000 in my bank account. I was making like maybe $500 a month doing random marketing work, like just whatever projects I could find. I I didn't know what I was doing, (laughs) but I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to move out to San Diego. So I packed up my car and drove across the country, showed up to my friend's house and I was kind of like, oh my God, what did I just do? how am I going to live out here? Like San Diego is expensive. I was not making hardly any money, definitely not enough money to even pay rent somewhere. And I had no plan. I was like, I don't have a job. I know this one person out here. Like, what did I just do? (laughs) And I truly believe that I experienced a quantum leap when I chose to move out to San Diego because I essentially did shift my reality overnight 
by moving across the country and having no plan and just completely following this intuitive pull and trusting it, even though I was like, I don't know where this is taking me. I don't know where I'm going to end up. Um, but I, I trusted it and I went for it. And within one week of moving out to San Diego, I had signed on like three marketing clients. I was making more money than I ever had more money than I had made previously in my nine to five job. I found an apartment downtown. I found a roommate and living downtown in this like amazing high rise was something that I didn't think I would have had money for, for like years, but that was happening. And I had also met this really amazing man who we dated for a while and he was great. And I learned so much from him. So like within a week of moving across the country, I was making more money than I ever had made. I was moving into this amazing apartment and I was dating this amazing man that I felt really excited about. And that was like a moment where my mind was blown. I was like, how is this all happening? Like, what? (laughs) And the thing is, I could have never, ever imagined that within one week of me moving out here, that would have all happened. And in the way that it all happened, like it, it was like everything just fell into place. I couldn't have dreamed up an easier situation where everything just flowed. And I truly believe it's because I trusted that intuitive nudge. I listened. I trusted myself. I stayed really present. And I I stayed in a high frequency. Like the whole time that I was driving out here, I felt so good. I had so much fun just with myself in my car. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to think too far ahead. I'm going to stay present because if I do think too far ahead, then I start to freak out and be like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like I had all these questions. So I was like, I'm just going to enjoy moment to moment exactly what is happening and trust that when I show up, whatever needs to happen is going to happen. And it was amazing. It was one of the best decisions I've ever made. So that's just like a little personal story of how when you trust yourself, when you stay present, when you can keep your frequency in a really like abundant, grateful space and just feeling good, even when you're like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. It will work out. It will. But it will happen in a way that you're not expecting. It will happen in a way that's like so much better than what you could have expected. And one of the biggest lessons that I really like got to experience firsthand through that experience was the universe favors the bold. So take that leap of faith, trust yourself, trust your intuition, get outside of your comfort zone. If there's something that you're like wanting to do, but you're scared, but you're also like, man, I would love to do that. Do it, do it. Stop waiting. Um, okay. So focus on how you want to feel, cultivate that within yourself and take inspired action from that energy. I feel like I've said that a thousand times, but hopefully it's clicking. Have fun. Um, something else is build resilience. So don't allow things to easily pull you out of your center be able to shake things off, be able to laugh at life when things don't work out the way that you wanted them to. Again, this is also embodying non-attachment. It's like you get to laugh and be like, oh, damn. All right. Well, didn't really want that to happen, but it did. So like, hey, whatever. I just need to laugh at the crazy ridiculousness of life sometimes and just like shake it off and just keep going. Um, Don't take it personally. 
Okay, something really important that I want to touch on that I kind of prefaced earlier is a really big concern that I've heard when it comes to manifesting. It's this idea that, because, you know, we talk about how important your frequency is, right? So I've heard from people where it's like you get into this space of almost feeling afraid to then feel like uncomfortable, heavy emotions, or you're like, oh my God, if I have a bad day where I feel like shit, am I just going to then manifest like horrible things? And that's, that's like a real concern. That's a real fear that a lot of people have. So I just want to share my experience and my perspective um, and what I've witnessed in my life with that, because manifesting should never, and being in a high frequency should never be a way of bypassing how you actually feel. This is not about like lying to yourself that you feel amazing all the time and everything is great. And when something really shitty happens, you're just supposed to like get over it and be like, oh, but like, I'm so grateful that this happened. Hard things happen all the time because we're humans on this earth where we are literally experiencing heaven and hell at the same time on this planet. Like right now in this moment, somewhere in the world, the most beautiful experience is unfolding. And at the same time, the most painful, horrific thing you can possibly imagine is also happening. That is just, that's real. Like that is duality, that both of those things can exist at the same time. So it's just natural that at some point, something really painful, really hard is going to show up for you. And when something really hard happens, you're not just automatically going to be like, oh, I'm so grateful that this happened. Like, wow, you know, of course not. Like, that's just not even realistic. You're going to have all of the heavy, painful emotions and you're meant to feel that. You're meant to go deeply into that and to experience that so that you can process it and integrate it and allow those heavy, painful emotions to actually soften you into deeper levels of your humanity to open up and crack open your heart just a little bit more. So it is all serving us, no matter what we experience, it is serving our evolvement if we choose to see it that way. But this is not about bypassing those difficult emotions. This is not about having to feel amazing all the time because that you're setting yourself up for failure if that's the way that you're approaching this. Neuroscience has actually found that it only takes 90 seconds to fully move an emotion through the body and integrate it into the nervous system and like move it out and move through it and shift from that emotion into a new emotion, into a different energetic state, 90 seconds. But the key with that is you have to allow yourself to fully feel it. You have to fully go into it. So like, if you feel like you need to cry, really let yourself cry, like put on a sad song and like rock your body back and forth and like let the tears flow. Because when you can do that, I promise you, you will experience firsthand how quickly your energetic state and your emotional state shifts. When I let myself, like if I feel sad and I let myself actually cry and like feel really sad, a minute later, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, moving on. Like, <laughs> And that's not to say that like if you're going through something hard, 
there will be waves of that, right? Like it's not like you feel it for 90 seconds and then the sadness is gone and it'll never come back, of course. But it's about when you feel that bubbling up, letting yourself go into it instead of like ignoring it or just pushing through or suppressing it. Give yourself the time and space to fully feel. Because when we don't fully feel, that is when the emotions become stagnant in our bodies. That's when we actually begin to hold on to the emotion, right? And then when we hold on to it and we suppress it and we don't process it and integrate it, that's when the energy of that emotion gets stuck in the body. Because again, emotion is just energy in motion. It wants to be moved through. It wants to be felt so that it can move out and transmute into something else. But when we hold on to it and we don't allow ourselves to fully feel it, it becomes this stuck energy in the body. And that's actually when it manifests in a tangible way, either as some kind of dis-ease in the body or disease, something maybe chronic that we experience, or it can manifest as like rage that we're holding on to. And then that manifests externally as these things that we don't want to experience, right? Because again, going back to that concept, whatever is happening within us is going to show up outside of us. So actually, I know it's kind of like seems counterintuitive, but actually by not feeling those heavy emotions and not allowing yourself to go into that experience, that's when you actually end up holding on to those emotions It creates this stuck energy in your body, and that's when you manifest it in your external reality. So it's actually incredibly important and vital that you allow yourself to feel those uncomfortable emotions, to let yourself have shitty days, to let yourself fully go through hard, difficult things and feel it deeply so that you're not holding on to all of that and it's not getting stuck in your body where then it manifests. So I hope that that makes sense. I hope that that's really clear. If it's not, leave your questions because I would love to talk about that more and really make sure that you understand it because that is key when talking about manifestation. And I don't want you to get into this way of thinking about it where you're like, I have to always feel good. Oh my God, that's so much pressure. Like, how am I ever going to do that? And then when something bad happens and you're like feeling guilty now for like, having these uncomfortable emotions and it's just it's like that's no one wants to be in that mess never feel guilty for having a bad day never feel guilty for facing an obstacle and facing pain or feeling judgmental or like all these human emotions that we have that maybe aren't good like we don't think they're good they're not high frequency it's like let yourself feel it and then it will move through When you can fully feel those emotions, they will just naturally flow through you and move through and your energetic state will shift to a different emotion. That's when you then give yourself space. You're literally creating space in your body to return to your natural set point, which is that space of love and gratitude and curiosity and being open, right? But you have to... It's like you have to clear out those emotions. You have to allow those emotions to flow so that you can then have the space to return back to your natural state. Okay. 
I think we've got that, hopefully. Last thing I want to say as just a final note is, again, embracing duality, realizing that it is very possible to experience two seemingly opposing emotions at the same time. Like, you can be in deep pain, you can be feeling a lot of grief, and you can also feel gratitude at the same time. This doesn't mean that you always have to, but I just want to leave you with this as maybe something to kind of sit with and think about. An example, like for me, when I'm going through a breakup, I can be feeling immense grief and heartbreak. And at the same time, I can feel gratitude for everything that I got to experience with that person and everything that we learned together. And like just being able to have that incredible connection for the time that we had it. Those two things can exist at the same time. It's nuanced. It's not just like this black and white experience where you're only feeling heavy emotions and like that's the space that you can only be in. Will that be the case sometimes? Yeah, of course. But also invite in that duality and realize even if you're experiencing something hard, you can shift and have that higher perspective and remember that you're learning and growing from this and there's something within this that is serving you. There's some kind of medicine and maybe you can't see it now, but one day you will. One day it will make sense. And so you can at least have gratitude for that that even if you're not there right now, even if you can't feel the gratitude, just know that it's coming and you will. Okay, so that is everything that I can share with you right now about manifestation. I'm sure there's more. There's just so many little things within manifestation that we could go into a lot deeper, but I just wanted to give like a foundational, this is my experience. This is what I've learned. This is where I've sort of come to be with manifesting. And it's become really just like a focus on how I feel and the person that I want to be and show up as and trusting that through that process of doing that work and taking care of myself and feeling grateful for what I have through all of that, the things that I want to experience are going to just naturally show up or something even better and staying open and staying unattached, just really experiencing fully whatever is in front of me, not trying to make my reality something that it's not, but accepting like, wow, there's so much beauty and magic in exactly what is happening right now, if I can just be present with it. And simply through operating that way and seeing life through that lens, it's like manifesting becomes natural. It's not even something you have to think about because we really are always manifesting because we're in this energetic relationship with the universe. So even if you're not trying to manifest things, you are, right? Like the universe is responding to your frequency and you're attracting to you whatever is on that same frequency all the time. So the best thing you can do for yourself is become aware of that and start to get intentional with where your frequency is at and what you want to be calling in, what you want to be experiencing, how you want to feel. And again, starting with yourself, cultivating that within yourself first. Okay, I'm done. That's it. We're done. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, let me know. If you are listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please give a review and a rating. All the things. If you're watching on YouTube, give it a thumbs up, leave a comment, subscribe for more. Thank you so much for sharing your time and your energy with me. I really appreciate it. And I will see you soon. Bye. What is, that's how I start every video. Maybe I will from now on.
anyways wow you're not watching this on video you're really missing out and that wraps up another episode of soul speak thank you so much for being here i'm truly grateful for your presence to connect with me further and find all of my information just go ahead and click through the show notes there you will find my instagram website and anything else mentioned in the episode don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and if you want to show your support for the show i would be so grateful you can leave a rating and review on itunes or apple podcasts or leave a rating on spotify thanks again for listening and i'll catch you later